the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 20 Have not I written to thee excellent things in counsels and knowledge? Hear the words of God and Solomon again. Have not I written to thee excellent things in counsels and knowledge? The Bible is the most excellent book on earth. It has more counsel and knowledge than any other. Reading any other book is vain and vexing in comparison. The Bible has the purest poetry, the sweetest songs, the profoundest philosophy, the truest doctrine, the most sublime themes, the most accurate history, the grandest mysteries, the most glorious personages, the best advice, and the greatest value. The Lord Jehovah, creator of all, inspired every word of the Bible. It is as relevant today as ever, for he designed it for all generations. Solomon asked his son to humble and apply himself to the words that he had written for him. He wanted his son to have the pleasant reward of truth, he wanted the words in his son's heart and mouth. He wanted the words of truth in his heart, so he would trust in the Lord. He wanted those words in his mouth, so he could answer the certain words of truth to those that asked him questions during his life. This proverb applies not only to Solomon's writings, but to the rest of the Bible as well. Solomon was the wisest man that ever lived on this planet, other than Jesus Christ, who was God in a human body. Solomon could talk about trees and other subjects at such a depth that kings sent wise men from great distances to hear him. He was widely renowned for his great knowledge, understanding, riches, and projects. But God also inspired him to be one of the 40 authors of the Bible. He wrote this collection of Proverbs, a book of philosophy called Ecclesiastes, and a love song called Solomon's Song, which are three of the Bible's 66 books. Listener, have you humbled and applied yourself to the Bible? Do you know it well? Is it hid in your heart? Is it fitted in your lips? Can you give it certain words of truth to those that ask questions? Do you know how excellent it is in counsel and knowledge? Or is it just a dry, holy book of the Christian religion to you? Do you falsely presume it is only for ministers or theologians? Do you prefer the animated version from Disney? There is no light or truth anywhere in comparison to the Bible. You cheat yourself to ignore it. Of course, state educators will use daily brainwashing to convince you that books written by Dr. Seuss and Dr. Spock are superior to the Bible. They will make it illegal to carry the Bible, quote the Bible, or use the Bible as a source. They cannot afford to have students or citizens with an authority for truth, for then their fantasies would be exposed. The devil and educators have conspired together to guarantee tenure for hallucinators, by ridiculing the inspired words of truth. Religious schools are not better. 
Roman Catholics brainwashed their followers to believe that unmarried men, rooming together, chanting in Latin, and fondling beads, are wiser than the Bible. Protestant schools affirm that only the original manuscripts can be trusted, so you must trust their learned professors to tell you the meaning from Hebrew or Greek. Thus, three dead languages, Latin, Hebrew, and Greek. Again, tenure is guaranteed for hallucinators by undermining faith in the words of God that were inspired and preserved in the English King James Bible. The God of heaven gave you a written document to know the truth on any subject and be saved from the hallucinations of pagan and profane dreamers. Since its widespread acceptance would force educators to get a real job, put the entertainment industry out of business, and force politicians to live and rule wisely, the Bible is ridiculed and slandered on every side. But any man, woman, or child can be wiser than all three of these segments of society by believing and obeying the Bible. If you want to know about the origin of the universe, sell Charles Darwin's depraved fantasies and buy a Bible. In the few minutes it takes to read Genesis chapters 1 through 3, you can know everything about the creation of the heavens, the earth, the sea, all plant life, all heavenly bodies, all animals, birds, and fish, and the origin and names of your first parents. Glory to God! Do you mean in five minutes I can outwit Carl Sagan? Easily. Are you interested in geography or geology? What formed the Grand Canyon? Curious about those buried mammoths in Siberia that have stomachs full of tropical vegetation? Wonder no more. Read Genesis chapters 6 through 9, and you can learn about the worldwide flood that drowned all living creatures but for Noah, his family, and the animals he saved for you on the ark. Are you confused by the great variation of languages throughout the earth, especially since your teachers told you that all men evolved from one salamander that wanted to walk on two legs and go to flight school to be an astronaut? All you need is Genesis 11 to find out that God confused mankind's one language into this great diversity at the Tower of Babel when they would not obey his command to separate and populate the earth. Are you unsure about capital punishment? Get sure from Genesis 9-6. What do you think of same-sex unions? Think right about it from Leviticus chapter 18 and verse 22. What is the origin of sodomy? Wonder no more. Romans chapter 1 verses 18 through 28 will tell you. Is it possible to pick a spouse and guarantee a great marriage, easily, if you follow Proverbs 31 and verse 30. Can children be trained to do what is right? Of course, because Proverbs 22 and 29 explain how. Are wine and strong drink okay? Sure they are. Proverbs 31 and Psalm 104 teaches that. Does God endorse sex? He invented it. See Proverbs 5.19, Genesis 2.25, or the Song of Solomon in its entirety. But the Bible gets much, much better than the few examples of wisdom just given. It tells the secret mysteries about Jesus Christ that are hid from the world. 
the most profound facts in the universe are centered around Jesus Christ. The origin of death and its cure are revealed in the Bible. Jesus Christ died as a substitute to save his elect from death and hell, and you can believe on him for the assurance you are one of his elect. This world's future is very bleak. Do you know the excellent things in counsels and knowledge that are found in the Bible? Amen.